here watching. I'm so thrilled we are about to present a really impactful discussion about women in prison and the incredible challenges they face in prison and also on their re-entry. The reason why we're doing this is because our film Angel Lady features a woman who has just become, uh, just been released from prison. And the more I, it's so interesting because you write a script and then you keep get to go deeper and deeper and deeper into the reality mm-hmm. of what you created. And I- Nancy Edwards Johnson, who comes from my hometown of Delaware, Ohio, <laughs> whose father taught at the same <laughs> university as my father. Um, Nancy Edwards Johnson has spent over 20 years as a prison psychologist. And now she's in a private practice. She has previous to being in working in the prison system, she was working in the foster care system. So her her experience is so important to our film, to getting it right, but it's also so important if you care. Because this population is Nancy, what are you calling it? Well, it's in it's Invisible. It's it's facing alarming invisibility and a lack of resources is what I would say about this population. And when they come out of the prison system, they are coming out worse than they went when they went in. There's no reentry program to speak of that's viable. And so, um, and with looking at this population, um, you've got a group of women who, for the most part, are they're poor, they're addicted to drugs. They have low self-esteem and they're coming into a system where they're dehumanized and become numbers. So, um, and most of them, the vast majority have had extensive childhood abuse that involves either, well, probably most of them have all of the above, emotional, sexual, physical, and neglect. And they're coming into a system that uh, for the most part is where the structural dynamics mirror childhood abuse. So they're getting, there's no privacy, there's no dignity, there's a use of confinement, there's harassment. Um, It's probably best represented and uh, there's regular room searches. So the few possessions that they have, a group of men in black come in, dump their, flip their mattresses, dump all their things on the floor to look if there's anything that they shouldn't have. There's no respect at all. So it's a very dehumanizing environment for the most part that they're going into. And because what you said, there's been such an explosion in this population, there are some programs like there's spiritually based programs, there's some educational programs, there's substance abuse programs, but many of the women can't access those because the it's there, it's just an overwhelmed system on um, during the time that I was there, the population doubled over that 20 years they put up four different dorms, each housing 250 women per dorm. There's no privacy, they're just kind of stacked together. And the other problem is, not the problem, but they also are serving shorter sentences for um, drug abuse. And so they're not able to access the program. So 95% of the women that are coming into prison are addicted to some substance and, and or alcohol. And so they they need treatment, obviously. They're uneducated, like less than um, about 30% of them have finished high school. So they don't have skills to go back. And now they've got a number when they leave prison. So 
It's a really, um, and, and there's no support program other than maybe a parole officer and they're mandated often to go back into the same counties, the same, um, you know, system where there's no support, um, where they're going back into maybe the same abusive relationship that they were in prior to coming in. Most of the, they lack any kind of consistent supportive relationships for the most part on the outside. That must have been so discouraging. It's hard. Yeah, it was, I think, but what's amazing to me and what I really learned is um, getting to know them as I got to know them through doing therapy, how much strength they have to survive and the compassion that they had, despite all that had happened in their lives. Um, you really did see a lot of compassion for their peers. So they are not, um, what they're painted to be so often in the movies. And, and so I, yeah, I, it's amazing um, the, the strength and the willpower that so many of them had. Nancy, you are, um, you're a horsewoman. You, <laughs> yeah. you've been riding all your life. <laughs> and it was like, you know, in my family, there is no option of me owning a horse. That was, that was completely not even to be considered. But my parents would take me out to a local stable and for every birthday I got to go and take a riding lesson. And I loved horses and loved riding so much that when I got there I would shake all over. And I had my favorite horse, his name was Fargo. And so I would ride Fargo um, for lessons and I just, it was from that day, I loved being out at the barn, I loved the smell of horses. I love the movement. I just knew that that was my special place. It just felt so calming. And I think it gave, I wasn't the most confident kid. So I think it really gave me a lot of confidence to be able to be on this big horse and riding it. So when I became a psychologist, I got certified in equine assisted um, therapy using horses to help people with, with psychotherapy. And the horse actually is the therapist. And I really, um, it's not for everybody, but I think it was a really good, um, for some people, that inherent connection, especially between women who have been victimized often and horses who are prey animals, that connection really, I think they just feel that sense of togetherness. How did you happen on to the program in Ocala? Ocala um, is, uh, has a horse and equine horse program in the prison for women. There are eight programs. Um, that's the only women's pro prison program that um, has an equine program, but just have to Google Ocala Women's Prison Equine Program. It is really, really moving. Um, so I think women are really drawn to horses. And of course, for the women who've been through what the women in prison have been through with, you know, being victims and horses are prey animals, I think there's just that kind of inherent connection. Yeah. You see these women going out to, into nature and working with horses. So they're leaving that, that system where they're a number and these horses who are greeting them, you know, and they, horses are wonderful at mirroring your own feelings. So many of these women who've been abused are coming in and being able to nurture and have a sense of purpose for these horses that are beat up off the racetrack often and they're learning skills um, to the 
that they can go and be barn managers or learning skills, being becoming more self-confident, finding a purpose in their life and being able to manage this huge animal and help it to recover and um, to be adopted into a forever home. Uh, That's just an amazing program. So I really wanted to recreate that and have that happen during the time that I was at um, the Ohio Reformatory. We came close, but unfortunately it didn't come through, but I'm still hopeful. I'm looking at the possibility. Um, The woman who is my own horse trainer has her own horse farm and she's very interested, would love to um, host at her horse farm um, a reentry program. So, you know, we've got the place to do it. Somebody who's interested, um, I'm hoping to make that work. My love affair with horses goes back. I used to live in the mountains in Colorado and on the border of our property was a dude ranch. And when I was six, I would sneak at night and go ride the horses. And I had a very traumatic childhood, a lot going on. And the only thing that gave me respite while growing up was my nighttime rides, being bad and sneaking on the horses. And it's a passion that's literally followed me my whole life. Everything that I do is for the healing of people, and I like to incorporate horses with that. Horses teach you a lot, and they mirror your personality. If you're having a bad day, they're having a bad day. So when you're around horses, you just have to get out of your head and focus on the horses. This is my childhood dream. I've been in barns my whole life, and I picked what I liked and didn't like, and I've been in barns where people weren't welcome and I've been in barns that have been too cold or too dark and I am so excited about this barn. I just want to share it, Um, share it with people. Um, My passion is helping 26 years. I've worked with um, trauma children Mm -hmm. in the public school sector and um, I love marrying um, the equine therapy with emotional trauma and helping Mm -hmm. people heal. Um, I've been in barns where people have not been welcome and I want people to feel welcome and I want to share this gift of what I have um, Mm. at this barn. There are 16,000 horse farms in Ohio. A lot of them need help, most of them, and barn sitters. Um, I can tell you, my daughter does barn sitting and she she does very well, just traveling around and taking care of barns, horses, chickens, all that. Um, We teach a good work ethic. Uh, Another vision I have is um, we have 10 acres here. I want to start a garden and um, give give the vegetables and whatever else is grown to to Mm -hmm. women's shelters and stuff to give back. A few inmates who are in the honor program to your farm to work and to learn these skills and these women can go out and run a farm. They can, they know how to drive the tractor. They know how to haul the manure. They know how to clean the stalls. They know how to take care of a baby full, how, when it's, you know, how to um, socialize a baby full. They've learned, there's multitude. They've learned how to garden at the same time. You, do you, you've got a hay, do you grow your own hay, Lisa? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Through all the seasons, you'd want like all the seasons of 
this is what we do during the winter. This is what happens during the summer. This is, you know, horses are different or may have to stay indoors more. You might have to, you know. Yeah, and then they have to make it through winter because if winter is awful. Yes, <laughs> you know, winter is horrible. I mean, winter is no. a bad horse time. So that's where it kind of makes or breaks. Can you make it hang, hang with the horses through the winter time? Yeah, I mean, April through mid-December, right. it's fine. But the, you know, this time it's like, it seems like it's an eternity. It's gray, it's muddy, it's cold, you know. Cold. So, yeah, yeah. They, there's That's a heated nice. lounge and if they're really freezing cold, they can warm up in a lounge yeah. And, and, yeah. and they can, and, and, you know. Yeah, and, and look, awesome. Well, and the thing is like my standards, not to be snotty, but they're pretty high. So, um, you know, for them to manage this, you know, it's not like just hiring somebody to clean stalls. I, I mean, right. it, I'm, I'm, I'm anal. I, I'll admit it. I am. I am. Which is good. So you, you want them. So they're going to come out well-trained exactly. to the yeah. same standards that you would expect in your barn for someone there you to, go. Yeah, to manage your, this is what my expectations are for a barn manager. And I'm going to teach you how to do it. And then I want to make sure that you're able to do that yeah. through yeah. the four seasons. So I think, yeah, that's an excellent question. One year would be definitely important because of the seasonal well, fluctuations you know, in the world and then, and then also like a one year I think you know part of life that the key thing in life is relationship I am huge on relationship and if you have a year to develop this relationship and this rapport and you know they I I mean that's valuable as well because mm -hmm. you don't know what else can come out of the conversations um, right right yeah yeah definitely having that relationship having that ability that time with nature that's all going to be really healing to these women who've been battered and abused i feel i feel really blessed that you and i saw each other at the reunion and that we could, i do too <laughs> we could talk about this i know i know i'm so i'm so grateful that we have a this track that we yes. can draw people to just these possibilities i so really I, yes i agree